You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. First, uh, we'll get to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Annabelle is there. Annabelle, how can we help? Hi. Um, Okay, so about six months ago, my husband and I sold a house, bought a house, and bought a new vehicle. And then probably two months after that, we started listening to the Dave Ramsey Show, and we got super excited about paying down our mortgage um, and becoming debt-free. So we set up a budget, and now that we have our budget, we're realizing there's not a lot left at the end of every month to attack the mortgage with. We would have done things differently if we had, like, gone in with your philosophy, but we didn't. So in our current situation, I'm just curious if you guys have any things that you would change that we should go back and do differently or um, going forward, what we can do to pay down our mortgage quickly. I love it. Well, I'm so glad you guys are on board. You're doing a budget. There's a lot of good things happening here. Now, when you said you bought the new vehicle, was that in cash or do you have a loan on it? We did buy it in cash. So we, we took out um, 130000 from the sale of our home, and we put 20% down on our new property, and then we bought the vehicle in cash. Great. Okay. So you don't have any debt except for the mortgage? Yes, that's correct. And you've got, you've got a fully funded emergency fund of three to six months of expenses? We do. Awesome. And so when you look at your budget, where are the biggest ticket items that are eating up this income? So honestly, the new house. We... we purchased one that is it's our um, mortgage is two thousand dollars a month and my husband brings home six thousand so i mean we have extra for sure and we can absolutely afford our payments but that takes a lot and then we just weren't thinking about you know the extra electric and gas and water bills all of the other things that come with a bigger home um that takes quite a bit of it um and you guys are investing 15 percent of your income into retirement we are. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 33% of your income is going towards the mortgage, a little higher than I'd like. We recommend 25% on a 15-year. Did you get a 30-year mortgage? We did, yes. Okay. So this is a big so old we're trying mortgage. To like, it is. We're trying to um, make well, – right now we're putting $400 extra a month into it. Um, and on top like of the to – grow- so it's a $2,000 mortgage. You're putting 2400 bucks. A month on it. Yes. Okay. Correct. Mm-hmm. We're. I told my husband we listen to your show and we're both like encouraged and discouraged at the same time because we want. Well, I mean, we're both hard workers. We want to like do what it takes. We've. I feel like we've cut down our expenses quite a bit. Um, what's tricky is our season of life is so busy. My husband is in a busy job already, so he doesn't have time to really take on extra work. But his career will continue to grow and hopefully make more money. Um, I stay at home with our two kids and I do a little bit of tutoring on the side, but like. I just already feel exhausted in what we do have going on. So I don't see us, at least right now, being able to take on a ton of extra work to make more money. But that's a question, too, of, like, where's the balance there? Because I I could take on more tutoring jobs or do extra things if I needed to. Sure. Well, there's only two ways money flows, in and out. And so we can increase the income. Ken can help you in that area. If your husband, uh, you know, could be making more in his current role, what does he do for work? He's a CPA. Okay. So the question is, how can we get him from going from 72,000 take home to 100,000 take home? And now we've got an extra 30K we can throw at the mortgage every year. That would speed it up. Right. And so that's Mm -hmm. one area. The other area is spending less. And so that's on the outgo. I would go through your budget. Are you guys using every dollar right now or something different? 
Oh, we just set it up on our own, so we're not using every dollar. Okay. I'm happy to gift that to you guys for a year and see if you like that better, see if it, if you see any changes there. It's great. You can drag your transactions in to track it all and get on a plan there. But the other side is auditing your budget. This means going through every single thing with a fine-tooth comb going, are we doing the best we can? Are we overpaying for insurance? We haven't checked it in five years. We should shop right. around with Xander and see if we can shave off 20 bucks here. You know what? We're using these four subscriptions out of the 15 that we're paying for. Let's shave these those off for a season and see what that does for our budget. And you know what? We've been a little lackadaisical in the food area. We could be better about meal planning, not eating out as much. Maybe we cut the appetizers right. and the drinks. Maybe we do takeout. So you got to go into every area of the budget and decide where are we willing to sacrifice and compromise so that we can have more margin to pay off this house early. Okay, so I have one other question that goes off of that. Okay. Um, within, we give 10% to our church in tithe, but right. when, my, when we lived at our previous house, my husband's income was way above what we were spending on our mortgage, so we had quite a bit of extra cash, and we gave, I think, $350 a month above that towards additional, you know, lo- like a, a charity that goes to the poor and things like that. Sure. So now that we're in our new house... I recommended putting that towards our budget or towards our mortgage. And my husband would like to keep it that extra gift towards what we were already doing. He's super generous. So I'm on board with him, but I mean, what do you guys think of that? Is it okay to keep giving extra in that way? Or is it better to knock out your debt while it's so big? I am in the boat that generosity is never a bad thing. And so I would keep that because it keeps your hand more open and you realize, you know what, this money is not just for us. It's to bless others. And that's the most fun we can have with money. So if you're doing it out of reluctancy, we've got to, you know, do a heart check there and go, well, maybe we should be giving us something we're more passionate about if we're just doing this to check a box. But if something that Uh you guys are passionate about, I'm not going to cut giving an, an offering from that area. I would much rather cut it from somewhere else. I'd rather cut a subscription before I do it from generosity. So I would sit down with your husband this weekend and go through with a fine tooth comb, everything and go, are we getting a good, you know, we need to call the cable because they're they're really, they upped the bill and we never really fought it. And so let's fight to get that down 10 bucks. And if you do that in every area, it's amazing what happens. You'll go, oh my gosh, we just found a thousand dollars on our budget because we started Mm -hmm. getting really intentional. And then I just want to go back to, you know, you and your husband need to have a conversation about, kind of a vision casting conversation about what he could do. Where could he grow in the next year, three years, five years, seven years? Because the income piece is a huge part of this. And once you get control of the outflow, um, then the idea of him as a, as a, an accountant, there's a lot of different directions he can go. It is a wonderful um, career path in the ability for him to, have several different ways that he could go off of that core skill set and that experience. And so I would challenge him as well to go, okay, what can I do to raise my income substantially over the next three, five, seven years? And I believe he can. Okay. Yeah. So, All right. Thank you. Yeah. You yeah. guys got this. I You're mean, doing great. you know, we do talk a lot about money and getting control of your money, but we, we, I, I just want to point out not because I talk about work every day, but but I really want people to understand for decades, David said, your income is your greatest wealth building tool. And, and the idea of increasing your income, it is way more possible than people think. But I, I, I want to challenge our audience because I think a lot of people hear that and they go, okay, yeah, yeah, it makes sense, Dave. Or yeah, Ken, we get it. All right. But I think more people than, than, than I think will admit it, they're comfortable where they are. And they're like, I'm gazelle intense. I'm working the baby steps. And the idea of changing jobs, 
or the idea of getting some additional qualification or upskilling to be able to make more money. And then, oh gosh, if I do that, then I feel like I got to change and, and go into a new company or a new position. It's all too, you know, uncomfortable because it has to do with change and the unknown. Oh yeah. And I just, I just want to point that out that, I, that I, you know, you can't forget that we live in the greatest economy, the greatest country in the world, and you can climb the ladder. And what if you were using the baby steps and making more money at the same time? And if you've done everything you can to cut down on that budget, a lot of the times it's easier to go out and make 5000 more than it is to shave off another 5000 a year off the budget. Right. And so that's but another you place you got to dig into. If you do both, what you described, and then I'm saying, how can I increase my income? We talk a lot about compound interest. How about compound impact, George? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. You know, I'm serious. Where, where I'm, I'm, I'm getting control of my money and reducing my expenses and living on less than I make, but I'm also increasing what I make for the big picture. I love that. Thanks for tuning in to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To check out all our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.